Hello, welcome to We're They All Day Anyways with Erica Atkins and Katie Rainey. Yay! Okay, so. Super exciting, hot podcast. We (laughs) have guests. Katie, do you want to say who I guess? Uh, I feel like I'm really close to the subject, so maybe you should introduce our guest for today. Fair enough. So I'm really excited about this podcast because today we have three amazing guests, and not just any guests. They're your family, and I've been dying for this podcast. Of course, we picked it in the middle of July, though. Yeah. It's like really hot in my apartment. Of course, yeah. We'll we'll get through it. We'll get through it. Yeah. So we have first Miss Gina Marie Lewis. On the podcast, mm-hmm. Erica's mother. We have Rhonda Atkins, is that right? Yeah. At Rhonda right. Atkins on the podcast. And we have the one, the only. <laughs> am I allowed to say the man? The thing. No. The man. No. <laughs> Katie has this really annoying nickname. I'm just going to go ahead and say it. It drives me crazy. Allende thinks it's bad too. So Katie will like joke whenever I say something about my dad. Katie will go, oh, Daddy Atkins. And I'm like, don't call my dad Daddy Atkins. That's terrible. So you can't say it. Just call him Ricky. So Ricky Atkins, aka Daddy Atkins. Ah. I won't do it anymore. I won't do it anymore. Don't encourage him. You gotta take that back to Virginia with you. Yeah, no. Just make sure to leave. How did that happen? Oh, y'all gonna like this. See, he loves it. Look down, look down at my leg. What? Is she sniffing? Oh, yeah. yeah. No, yeah. She, no, she's laying on my No, leg. so Katie, oh, she wants cheese. Katie's That's dog cheese Rosetta. It's not she about will you. bark and bark and bark at you. And in the moment that you have food, she's like, you're my new best friend. And then when all that food is gone, she doesn't like you anymore. So that's how that rolled out for her. So she was barking a lot at my dad earlier. And now that he's eating, she thinks he's a really cool person. Feed the yeah. dog, they be your friend. So we're, we've got your parents yeah. on, all your fam on yeah. today. Not Super my, excited about that. We all your parents, been, sorry. The whole family couldn't fit no. in this, this apartment. Building. No, last <laughs> Thanksgiving, I think we were at 30. Yeah. There were people who didn't show up. Yeah, yeah. We were missing some. Yeah, that wouldn't have been, no. So what are we talking about today, Erica? So today, Katie and I were uh, having conversations. Katie also comes, she is the oldest, and she her, her parents are also divorced, and we were at one point having a conversation just in general about, like, co-parenting and, like, what that experience was like, and that was actually sort of, like, the antithesis for inviting you guys on the show to talk about, like, your experience raising children together in different households and, like, you know, after breakups and, like, et cetera, like, a lot of people don't do it well, but I feel like you guys did. And so I thought that would be a good conversation to have with this group. Now, before we do that, though, so every episode, I describe what we're drinking. I kind of feel like maybe maybe your dad should say it today. Okay, Dad, I need you to say, so say where do you have your glasses on? <laughs> okay, what are, we, what are we drinking? And you need to tell us what the year is. We're drinking Smoke Tree. Rosé, year 2018. Mm-hmm. That was a good year. Was yeah. that the year we opened Scrim Shack? That was last year? Yes. Yeah, technically. Yeah. Well, yeah, technically it was. Yeah. What yeah. a long time ago. <laughs> it took a minute. No, no. Okay. And guys, when you drink this rosé, what kind of like activities could you see yourself doing? Everybody take a sip. Take a sip. Okay. Drink it. <laughs> I, see, I see myself like on the beach. Like on on the beach with my friends, okay, with some yeah. like crackers and cheese, maybe some summer sausage. You know how much we both oh, love yeah, summer yeah, sausage. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. I don't think you should eat summer sausage with this one. Yeah. I think fruit yeah. and cheese. 
fruit and cheese. We is got good. fruit and cheese. I see myself yeah. right with you, That's Erica, right. you see on you. the beach. Yeah, yeah, Just your dad in the beach, really. Sausage. Yeah. Sal- salty meat. Yeah. Salty meat. Yeah. Yeah. On the beach. Yeah. Your with dad with the, the dogs and everything. Yeah. yeah. Surrounded by dogs. Don't forget about the little camp cabana boy, huh? And the, a cabana. <laughs> except I made my dad with a cabana boy. We'll talk about that later. Well, you did. Oh, the cabana you. boy is for you. You would buy me a cabana boy. You got it. Oh, your dad gets to talk about cabana boys with you, and I don't get to say Daddy Atkins. Just for, just for her, you know, I'm at the beach, you know, for my reasons, but for you, yeah, yeah. Okay. the beach where you, like, find the closest thing that looks like shade? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that oh, beach. Shade yeah. beach. Yeah, yeah the shade yeah, beach. I never heard okay. of that. Not sun beach. Yeah, no, no sun shade beach. beach. Yeah. 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 Can't have uh, no sun getting on you. Just no, not at all. Cancer. So, yeah, I would highly recommend <laughs> drinking smoke tree, which would brought to us from my mother today. Mom, can you tell us you were having a conversation with the lady you were having conversation with the lady at the store about yes. tell us tell us about that experience, Mom. So I made a quick dash into Crescent Wine and Spirits in Bowie, Maryland, mm-hmm. next to Harris Teeter on four fifty. I was there to get some other things, but when I got to the register they had this whole big rose display and I was like timely. Mm-hmm. And I asked her about them and she described that some of them were very dry. And some of them were very sweet. And she said, but this one's kind of in the middle. So I'm going to go with the middle. Because so, <laughs> you never know what you're going to get when it's sweet. I know. Not too dry, not too, too sweet. sweet. In the middle, drink it on the beat. Cheers, guys. <laughs> cheers. 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 cheers to Katie. Cheers. 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 We, will, we will send you the next one. Okay. We're in wine country. Oh. In Virginia. Yeah. Uh, one Ooh, 250. We should go like, to Loudoun County and do an episode there. That's 250, right. 250 vineyards there. Yeah. Yeah. We just had a rosé. We just had a nice rosé because of the food truck. So that's yeah. why if I ever accidentally get married, I'm totally getting married at a vineyard. <laughs> oh, accidentally yeah. get married? Yeah, I feel like... Okay, so the cup you sent your dad, what uh, did that say? Because Steve had a comment about you and the bridal showers. And uh, the, the, I said, I said, well, I tell you what the Father's Day cup said, but I can't remember exactly. The cup that I sent my dad for Father's Day, this year for Father's Day, I got you another year of not having to pay for my wedding. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I thought, right. Yeah. How'd that feel? How'd that feel? Oh, it's true. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm hoping she finds a guy that's kind of like, hey, Mr. Atkins. I'll take care of all this. And I'd be like, nice. You know, I'm probably going to take Very care nice of him. Like no, that. Yeah. don't bite. No, don't marry I don't know. The those. likelihood that Erica will be the breadwinner in the family is it's probably, I'd give it 99% like chance. Yeah. No problem. I'll be there. I mean, unless you're like, like a home, wealthy with you. Wall Street tycoon, I'm pretty So much, what's wrong with that? Are you telling me that if <laughs> I really love and get along with someone who isn't a wealthy Wall Street tycoon but fits very well into our family, I should break up with that person? No. I feel like that's what you're insinuating. No. As long as, it, no. as long as it doesn't interfere with You're an your, artist. So. It cannot interfere with your plans for running an assisted living facility. Oh, that's right. You got to put Where your somewhere. dad and your uncle are going to be? I'm not running an assisted living facility. <laughs> yes, you are. Didn't we talk about your dad and the uncle? Yeah, we're going to put them in one. We're going to put them in one, but I'm not running it. because. <laughs> well, at least you own to. it. You can Something has to happen there. Because, because if you put them in the same place and you don't sued. own it, I know, get they're going to get kicked out. They are going to get kicked out. Yeah. So, Katie, my dad's best friend and my Uncle Bud and my dad and my Uncle Bud are a hot mess together. Oh, yeah. As they have been forever. Forever. 
Right. So yeah. they, they're they're both what they want more than anything in the world when they retire is to be put in a home together. together. And what everybody really actually doesn't want that because we don't think the home will keep them. You think they're going to get kicked out? Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. I, like, I think we should hire all male nurses who are martial oh, arts experts. Oh, no, 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 no. I like that. No, no. That's a good but idea. they're going to take me and my brother and put us somewhere, but these two are In solitary confinement? Live with their sip. We're not allowed to do that. Nobody wants okay. to take care of us. Okay. That's okay. not true. They want to take... No, they they do. They want to take care of you. Who wants to take care Just of you? Just in a home. <laughs> what you in there? <laughs> Dad, do you really want Brittany to be in charge of changing your diaper? No, no. no there you go. <laughs> no. So, in like, this is like the first five, ten minutes I'm meeting you guys ever, and already I see that like there's just like chemistry amongst all of you, that you have a really good time together, that you get right. along. And four or five Thanksgiving dinners, a couple of Christmas dinners. Four or five? Are you kidding? I was about to say. Uh, we've been doing this longer than Yeah, that. we've been together like 30 years. <laughs> you know the, I just you, met you, these people five years ago. Do you, yeah. Do you know the history? I don't. That's what I'm going to, was going to ask. Okay. I mean, history, I, I, I sort of uh, his- do, but yeah. I'll give my version a little bit of the history. The history goes back... Before Erica was born. Yeah, to the Dark Erica Ages. Born, the Eustace. 70s. Fort Eustis. Fort Eustis with me and Gina. Okay, Her sister and my sister and her brother and my brother all went to the same high school. Mm-hmm. Her sister used to babysit me. My sister used to babysit them. Although we knew... But we didn't know each other that well because you know it just because Ricky us used apart. to hide behind his mother when they, when we would come to. Oh. <laughs> yeah, well, I think uh, that's probably that's that's true. true. Yeah. Gina's dad was an officer in the army. My dad was enlisted. We was all stationed at the same military base. They went. The older ones went to the same high school. We didn't go to the same elementary school and everything. But we knew of each other. Her mom knew my mom. My father knew who her father was. You know, especially back then at that time and stuff they knew who all the black officers were. So everyone that knew of each other and everything. We didn't play that much as a kid, but a little, I think we briefly saw each other a couple of times. We saw each other at the, what was that wedding? I was going to say, Michelle. what's the first memory you guys have of each other? Was that at Cynthia's wedding? Yes, yeah, Cynthia's Ashley's wedding. I was there in my Marine Corps uniform, and you came with, Jennifer bought me. And oh, we, we must have come. I guess if yeah, we came you, to that, my parents must have come. Yeah, there. yeah. My and our, our parents were there, so that's when I first saw her. I said, oh, that's a little skinny girl. I didn't see you until a few years later. Though. Yeah, <laughs> but you big, didn't even notice him. Ooh. No, she probably didn't. But the big thing was when I, um, uh, her sister, the one who used to babysit me, the ended up going into the Marine Corps. Well, mm. guess what? We were stationed together mm. in Okinawa, Japan. So, and that's when she brought me home. <laughs> And that's when I saw. Wait, were you dating her sister? No, no, no. Oh, no. okay. No. no, we were just dating. Just we were just I was friends. his former baby babysitter. Okay, yeah. yeah. But okay. they also had some other friends. Ted, one of Ted Wortham, who was also the Marine Corps. Okay. And so Carney Michelle, Ted, and Ricky were all in Okinawa together, mm. and then they all their next set of orders, all of them were in um, Quantico. Quantico, Virginia. Okay. So they just moved together. So they used to come home together, drive home together on the and weekend. And drop, drop Michelle off. and Yeah. yeah. So I walked through the living room, oh, and he didn't look at me. And I walked back through the living room, and he didn't look at me. And I walked back through the living room, and he didn't look at me. And I said, Ted, get his number for me. <laughs> 
Because he ignored you? That's why you I'm wanted to have that. And you guys, and how long before you actually got together? We went out for a year because we, I, I, no, called. after that, no, we date. Well, I, Usually, I if I call you. someone, I have like telephone magic. Oh, yeah. And once I call them, it's like then they'll talk to me every day okay. from that point forward. <laughs> and is that what happened? He did. I don't know. She's exaggerating. Uh-huh. He did. Uh, no, I'm pretty sure did. she's not exaggerating. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, but we became friends first. Uh huh. And then we started. All right, whatever. Me. Sure, we did. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, um, that then later on, a year later, <laughs> we got married. Yeah, so we so, went out. Wait, for, for how long? Wait, can you, you can you wait? I want to clarify. If you are, we are your parents. No, <laughs> <laughs> I thought deep and long and hard about that, and I knew yeah. the answer is yes. Definitely. Uh, yes. I'm sorry, I can confirm right now that <laughs> you guys look alike. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Erica, you definitely there's, look there's like your dad a lot. You know what? I look. He looks. She looks. Almost identical to his mother. Oh we yes. saw a she picture. Older. Yeah. The older when, she no, gets, the more her when look she came changes. out. Two seconds, washed her up, brought her over. I said, "Mommy, who does she look like?" Because my mother was in the mm-hmm. delivery room with me because Ricky left. Um, <laughs> no, he was so, late. I was. I was no, he was supposed to stay. And oh, right, right, right. In, and then, but he, then left. he said he'd leave. But then by the time he got back. To the oh, base. Is this the it was, story? I was oh, already at the hospital. He also got a feeding ticket. He got a feeding ticket. He had to turn around yeah. and yeah. come back. Yeah. yeah. So, anyway. So well, that's like, another story. Said, if somebody wanted to go home. <laughs> my mom. Okay, wait. Let me just let me just back this train up a little bit. Just a, for clarification detail. My mother went home to Hampton, like the Hampton Road area to happen. She wanted to go home to have a first baby. Well, it started with a weekend. It started yeah, with a weekend, weekend yeah. and then it became like a month, and then like maybe like two months, and then I was born, and she stayed down there a little longer. So, they, but she wanted to go home. My mom, you know, was young, and she, I was a first baby. My mother has and she eight was, children. And she, she wanted to go home and, doing. you know, be with her mommy. <laughs> and so my dad was stationed at Quantico, and he was trying to like, work and be there and then he had to go back and then as soon as he got back they called him and they, were like, sympathetic and they were like no listen i'm sympathetic to everybody in this story <laughs> i'm on your gina marie i'm on your side with like this. this i know <laughs> did I they know. tell you about that i got her ears pierced and brought her home from the mall and no, ever since that day home. she, she has like, been all about her dad and looks at me and goes <laughs> <laughs> She's never gotten over this. So anyway, he got a calling at home that he had to come back. And the thing is, though, my mom actually went into the hospital around like 11.30 p.m., right? And I was born at like 5 a.m. Like the turnaround was real quick. I was quick. Oh, and to that point, I said, I am having this baby before September is over. She came on October October 5 a.m. It sounds like Erica's been doing what she wants since day one. Uh, Yes, she has. Yes, she has. has. (laughs) She's always been a lot more covert about it. She's not she's not like in your face. And then she 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 just, you know, she says, okay, like to her dad, okay. And then she just goes and does what she's going to do anyway. <laughs> yeah, I figured that, that out, right? And he's I'll like, that okay. out later. Right. Yeah. So you know I started I mean? having labor pains a week earlier. That's like, okay. Yeah. And then she shows, shows up. Shows up. <laughs> there you so, go. So how long were you guys married for? Three years. Three years. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait. I know what I was going to ask. What day did you get married and whose anniversary was it already? Oh, you don't <laughs> have to say whose anniversary was. So what happened was... <laughs> <laughs> So, okay, we got back up, back up, back up. So we went out for a year. During that year, I was at Norfolk State, supposed to be 
at, at Norfolk State. State. <laughs> yeah. However, some weekends that's not where I was right, because no. Ricky had a car and he would come and get me. <laughs> <laughs> yes, now it's on public record. And so Grandma will never uh, get it. I actually, oh, I actually it. got upset. She knows it by now. Oh yeah. I, I, I actually got upset because I wanted to go to Virginia Commonwealth University mm-hmm. to major in fashion design. Instead, I ended up at Norfolk State majoring in graphic design. Mm-hmm. So at the end of my first semester, I said, okay, I'm done. Yeah, I remember that so day. I thought I was going to press my parents into sending me to VCU, mm-hmm. which did not work. <laughs> my father informed me that if I was not planning to go back to Norfolk State just before the semester began, if I was not planning to go back, then I needed to go get a job. Okay. So I tried a week at Wendy's. No. And, uh, <laughs> oh, that would kill then me Then I decided too. that because I was in love with Ricky, mm-hmm. I would just join the Marine Corps because I could go wherever he went. Okay. Oh. And that note right there, she said that I'm still at Quantico and I'm uh-huh. coming back and forth to see no, her No, you all were the on um, the, what they call uh, the duty at the recruiting station, whatever yeah, that is. Yeah, but I got a phone call from Gunny Sergeant Holmes. Oh, yeah. He, he called me up and said, hey. Um, you need to get down here. Why? Your girlfriend? Yeah, Gina? Yeah. I got her in the recruiting office right now. <laughs> and my dad had already cussed Gunnery Sergeant Holmes out when Michelle got recruited. Did yeah. you want to do this at all? Like, what? did you want to go into the, the Marine Corps? I mean, that's like, fine. I was in love. <laughs> it's fine you were in love. Love like, is like the ultimate. Did you have Rhonda, any- literally, <laughs> had her hand up in the air and is shaking her head. I know. I'm like, not a chance. There is no chance I would sit through boot camp for, for love. love. No that's what I would be like. We have to break up. I'm not doing it. So I'm the fourth of eight children. And as I was growing up, I was the one of the six girls that would give my older brother a fight back. Mm-hmm. So if you hit me, I will hit you back. Yeah. Okay, so I'm one of four. I'm oh. the only girl, and I am the fourth. So I have three older brothers. And I fought back a lot, too, because if I didn't, they'd just beat me up. But you weren't trying to go fight the world. <laughs> no, no, I wasn't going to go fight oh. the world. No, yeah. but So, okay, so then yeah. there's a thing. <laughs> no. I'm undiagnosed for anything that may be going on with me, and I have no intentions of seeking a diagnosis for any of it. Fair enough. So whatever you all think today. There you go. And um, Allende even majored in psychology, and Carl said, it's too late, man. You can't help her. Allende is my brother, by the way. Allende is my brother. And- so, okay, so yeah. I want to get I want to get right. a little bit more of the picture before we jump into some questions. But mm-hmm. so Rhonda, you're here because so you guys were married for three years, and yeah, then we were married for three and years. then we were in Arizona in the Marine Corps, mm-hmm. both in the Marine Corps when we split up, and then Who's, I guess who split up? Can I ask that question? Huh? Can I ask that question? What's what? the question? Who who brought up the split? Oh God, that's a I don't think I'm ready for that. More wine, Erica. More wine, Erica. Pour it in. It's a really important point, though, because we had grown up together and because our families were friends. Mm-hmm. When we realized that things were starting to go south, and mm-hmm. you know, in the military, you watch a lot of people go through marriages and sure. get divorces, and especially if you live on or near the base, it, it's crazy all the time. But you see people hating each other. Yeah. And the conversation went something like, "I don't want to hate you. I, I want us to be friends. Me too. Well, I think we should get divorced before we end up hating each other. Okay. Oh, wow. Yeah. Me too." 
So actually, to my recollection, we got divorced so that we could stay friends. And as you can see, that got Wow. Yeah, it yeah. did. I mean, don't get me wrong. It wasn't like, hey, we're friends. Yeah. yeah. Sure. It's it, still it hard. Was, it was but a little, I think one of bugs. the hardest things, because Erica was already born. Mm-hmm. One of the hardest things I had to do, I wanted to go back to school. Mm-hmm. I wanted to get educated. Okay. <laughs> and yeah, well, so, but <laughs> I needed to go back home and do it because I was a state of uh, Virginia and all this kind mm-hmm. of good stuff. So I wanted to go back home. I wanted to do it in Arizona to stay close to her, but I ended up going back home in Virginia. So that was one of the hardest things I had to do was to leave her. Mm. But I made sure <laughs> that I stayed in contact with her. And I would like send for her in the summertime mm-hmm. because it go to worst fear. I hated to fly. Oh really? Oh, Bill. Oh, would have passed. So I would talk to. Still to the. I hate to fly. Oh my god. So I would talk to one of her sisters and say, "Who wants to go? Who wants to go see their sister? All you got to do is pick up my daughter." Wow. And so I would pay the money for her ticket, her ticket, her ticket to come. Why do you hate flying? Oh, that's a whole. Because he's crazy. Are you you playing? He would never on. Yeah, we we had a little. Engine blow up. Well, so so you're kind of scared of it. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. So, but yeah. you would put your daughter on it. Yeah. 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 Doesn't matter as long as he's I'm just teasing. Right, he's yeah. totally afraid. To this yeah. day, wow. he still I gets medicated. I stopped. The, you got to hear this story. I stopped the plane from taking off was 435 service members on it. And I stopped because I wouldn't get back on the plane. And this is because this is just when the DC plane flew into the Potomac. Mm-hmm. And I remember they were de-icing the plane. And I remember that. And it didn't work out. <laughs> so we landed in Alaska. And when we landed, the plane engine backfired and flames came out. Oh my God. I unbuckled. I was heading for the door. They made me sit down. I got off that plane. I hid in the bathroom. And they were looking for me. You know what I mean? They got a manifest. Mm-hmm. And whoever's in charge of the plane, I was missing. Well, they found me in the airport and everything. And I said, I'm not getting back on that plane. They ordered me as an E3. I'm disobeying every order there is. Mm-hmm. And so finally, they sent the preacher out there. And I talked to the preacher. And I said, I don't want to get on this plane. He said, how are you going to get home, son? I said, well, my mom lives in Virginia. She's so going to drive here to Alaska and get me. <laughs> Okay, I mean seriously, I was. So she said, "What?" I said, "My mom would come get me." I know she was, and I was about to cry and everything. So she would have tried. She, yeah, she would have tried. She would have tried. She would have been like, "My mom could not drive." She would have tried. She would have figured it out. She would have found somebody. She would have grabbed one of her other boys and they would. Let's go. Figure out how to get us to Alaska. Come on, let's go. How did it end? Yeah. Well, the preacher said, "Let's let's kneel. Let's pray. We ask God to help us out on this plane." I said, "Okay." So we did with a little prayer. So I was getting ready to get on the plane. I stopped at the door and I looked at the preacher. I said, if this plane crash, I'm going to be pissed off at you and God. <laughs> and so he said, don't worry, son. And I got on the plane. Everybody clapped and everything. As soon as I got to my new base, they put me in for a psych, <laughs> psych evaluation. Psych evaluation. <laughs> and they still haven't figured it out. <laughs> no, sure haven't. <laughs> but they, didn't, they didn't kick me out. Because I, I was in the military for 27 years. Okay. So I want to say it's yeah. good that we have Rhonda. Oh, yeah, I want to go That's back to Rhonda. We're transitioning through, yeah, my parents are married. Erica's right. other mom and Three my years. wife-in-law. Cheers to that. <laughs> so, Rhonda, how did you and Ricky meet? At George Mason. We were both, well, I was a returning student. He was a transfer student. 
Did he ignore you too? Oh no, he <laughs> he me. was trying to get my attention, and I wasn't interested. Well, tell, tell her what Look, we were wait doing. Wait a minute. So, tell, tell her okay, where we were. no, I will tell <laughs> her. We thing. were actually both in ROTC together. <laughs> I had been married before to a Marine, and I had a daughter. And I said, you know what? I just want to get through school, finish my degree, get a job, take care of my kid, mm-hmm. and move on. And uh, distraction. Yeah, exactly. So a friend of ours, a mutual friend, kept going. You know, he's kind of cute. I was like, I don't have time. I'm not interested. And he's running around the track in his cute little shorts. Oh, you gotta go there. Oh no, his little tiny little booty shorts because that's what they wore back in the day, right? So he has his little cute shorts and he's running around on the track and he's like, oh, I'm just gonna show her how smart and great I am. So we're out running one day together, and I I went to school on a scholarship. I was I ran track, and so we were running together, and he's running along. You know, he's got his Marine Corps jog going. You know, chest all out, mm, and um, I'm running right with him. And he says, "Okay, I'm just gonna pick up the pace a little." So I pick up the pace too, and so <laughs> he got kind of mad, and he started speeding up. I was like, "That's not gonna work." <laughs> So I just ran with them and just basically ran them down. Yeah, I've been running ever since. Yeah, good luck. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) So it turned out mutual friends of ours kind of tricked us into getting together. Mm Because after that, we became friends. We would see each other Mm -hmm. on campus and talk. But I still wasn't interested like that. And so... um, My girlfriend says to me one night, she goes, hey, you know, well, actually, a friend of mine, a guy friend says, hey, I'm going to visit another friend on campus. Can you catch a ride home? And I, because he used to give me a ride home because mm-hmm. my commute was quite kind of long. And I said, sure, I, you know, I'll catch the bus or whatever. It's fine. And so then my girlfriend says to Ricky, oh, hey, Rhonda asked if you could give her a ride home. And I didn't know anything about this. And so he says, oh, yeah, sure. He didn't even know where I lived. And so we get in the car and we're rolling down the road. I said, you know, I, I live kind of a, far, a long ways. I said, thanks for offering to give me a ride. And he looks at me and he goes, I didn't offer to give you a ride. <laughs> and I was like, uh, well, Shannon said you did. So that's kind of how it started. That's cute. She's so, just playing matchmaker. You guys yeah. are still friends with her? I have no idea where she is. <laughs> well, Shannon and Shannon, if you're yeah, out there. She dropped out like the following year, I think, and I lost touch with her. So, but yeah, we, um, 30 years later, we're still together, which is. Well, thanks, Shannon, wherever you are. Yeah, exactly. I know it is a surprise. How did you all date before you got married? Seven uh, years. Seven. Was it seven or eight? Erica was seven. Were you both nervous about getting remarried? Well, kind of. We weren't really in a hurry because we'd both done it before mm-hmm. so there, there was no there was no, no urgency rush, you know, yeah so. there was no urgency but also by the time you guys got but married like me you Brittany and dad we had all been living together for like two or three years by then right? yeah maybe so yeah probably also, like three like, years yeah. yeah by the time they got mm-hmm. married like well, I yeah. just remember Erica was about was she about four when, she, when yeah when, when so I met her I was in San Diego and she came back that summer and all she could talk about was Rhonda and Brittany, Rhonda and Brittany. <laughs> and I'm like, who's Rhonda and Brittany? And, you know, so I think at that time it was still, oh, that's my friend and her daughter. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. And, you know, just the way my brain works, mm-hmm. I, I don't have that, oh, my God, she's talking to my ex-husband. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. You know, I can't, 
that requires way too much energy. Mm -hmm. So I guess that was the year I was in San Diego. And then I'd come home and then tried to go back to San Diego. And Erica was staying with Rhonda for the summer. Mm -hmm. And so in order to talk to Erica, I had to call Rhonda. And when I called her, she was so nice. You know, I was like, oh, I like her. <laughs> and she told me the most wonderful story. Do you remember the story? No. The, the, the uh, shopping cart. What was the, the shopping the store. cart? It was Kmart or, or Walmart or whatever. Was it something the girls were doing? No. Oh. It was, um, I think, well, I think Brittany was pushing the cart and it bumped Erica's leg and she fell out in the floor. Oh, and it did the dramatic and, and it, thing? Right. That sounded oh, like it. Yeah. she was pulling herself along. And so Rhonda's telling the story and she's pulling herself along. Oh, my God. I'm getting a reenactment right now. Everyone is crawling. What is wrong? Get up. And she's crawling, like crawling on the floor. Didn't I ask you if she's always that dramatic? (laughs) But like, you know, like two, three years later, one time I got shampoo in my eyes and I took me shower. And I, for my all intended purposes, was like blind. You're blind. I was just like, I can't see. I remember Rhonda, like basically just being like, all right, well, I think she may have, we were going to the movie. I think she may have even dressed me, got me in the car. And I was like being very like, ah. And then I finally like, like open my eyes and I was like okay good yeah let's do movie now but like within like a few years I know was like man it's fine <laughs> that sounds pretty on brand yeah, yeah, yeah it is yeah, it is she always knew what to do for us yes you know? yeah so when I came back so, when I got out of the Marine Corps and came back one of the first things I did is to invite Rhonda and Brittany over to have dinner with me and Erica and my sisters. Cause I was you made a Spanish dish for us, didn't you? I think you? I made the chicken and rice dish. Yeah, it was, uh, uh, yeah, it was, yes. It's chicken it's and olives. tomatoes. I remember, yeah, yeah it was uh-huh. good. Well, I remember telling Ricky, yeah. I was like, God, you're oh, right. I was there? Can cook. No, oh, I was there? No, it doesn't sound like I wasn't there. No, no, I don't think you were there. I just told you, your wife could cook. I don't, because I don't. You weren't invited. No, I wasn't invited. It was just the girls. I was like, okay, I, I remember that I went and told my brothers this ain't good women, yeah. women and this children not women and children yes. it's actually been very good for you actually. because yeah. I don't remember when was the first time you met me you were like four yeah. and when it was like, a summer it was it was no remember was it the summer after it was the summer after Desert Storm yeah I called you up to help you gotta speak into the microphone I called you up to help redo her hair oh my god (laughs) the hair oh my goodness he brings this cute little girl with like Pippi Longstocking. Pippi Longstocking braids going every direction in the world. It was a hot mess. I was like, you cannot take her out like that. Did he try to do it? He did he her did. hair. He it did. was crazy looking. No, no. I usually I was in a rush. I do her hair pretty good. Uh, he can braid up, except for I it up with a baseball cap. It's <laughs> a certain style that she had with the baseball board. To oh, the it side was horrible. I was like, don't way. let her go out like that. She looks like she has nobody who loves her. Please. <laughs> Please, <laughs> let me do her hair. So, yes, you were probably like four, I think. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was four. Because Brittany was one. No, Brittany was, was, was one and a half. Was, you gave her her second year birthday party. So I mean, it when I met been, her before her... Her, uh, her birthday old. was in April. Yeah. So, so I met her at um, like January, February in college. Yeah. You to school? Yeah. I'm a teacher. I know how to do this. Yes, Erica. We're so we're, yeah, we're going to take a quick break so we can turn on the AC because we're minutes. dying. Yes, yes indeed. We'll be right back. So we took a little break there for a second so we could get some AC in the apartment 
because it's the middle of July again and super hot and I'm on the fourth floor. But we have to turn the AC off to record. But I'm, I'm, it's feeling cooler in here, so I think we're, we're good to go. So we were talking during the break about when you all separated, Ricky and Gina Marie, that your parents, like what, how they felt around it. And you said that you probably wouldn't have gotten together and wouldn't have stayed friends if it weren't for your mother. Is that right? He said that. Oh, yeah, they... Um, I was going to be his friend anyway, because yeah. like that. Yeah. It's kind of like, um, you know, because afterwards I end up coming back home, and so I'm thinking to myself, well, her family, they're not going to like me because I divorced their daughter and everything mm-hmm. like that. What Carl tell you? Yeah. Carl, their brother, found me. And first thing he said, he said, ooh, you're in trouble. I went, for what? He said, mom's been looking for you. I was like, oh, gosh. So, because I've been avoiding her mom. She's mm-hmm. like going over there, because we got, like I said, we got divorced in Arizona with no family around. Except for Vicky, and so who's very supportive. As I got home, I went to see her, and the thing about it was like nothing was different. Yeah. You know, she and over the years, you know, like I said, every time I came home, I would go see her, and it was one thing she said to me, especially when um, um, when I went to college. I wasn't the most college person. You would not see me in a college, and her family always supported me. He was always smarter than he thought. And he was. always. Mm-hmm would correct it, you know, this is not right, Ricky, do this, do that. And when I finally went to college, she was the first person I told because my mom was already deceased. And so she just said, she said, your mom would be very proud of you. That was years ago to this day. Mm -hmm. She still says the same thing. Mm -hmm. That's so sweet. You know, when I started a business, she said, your mom would be very proud of you. When he got the fire truck for the family reunion. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Ricky is now oh, everybody's yeah. favorite. <laughs> My mother's family. family. Even the cousins in California, yeah. Louisiana, and Alabama. How's Ricky doing? My, uh, my mother's family, the year, it was actually the summer that I moved up here, but earlier that summer, hosted like the really big family reunion, and it was in D.C. that mm-hmm. year, so mm-hmm. it was like my mom's wing of the family like we hosted it and my dad for the reunion scored a fire truck to come to the reunion for all the kids to play on and That's like so cute. My, my cousin Evan was like man Uncle Ricky killing it like Uncle Ricky killing it Evan says all the time he's like that's like my favorite uncle <laughs> I know it's ridiculous Yeah, but you know what I loved about your mom I remember Ricky telling me that she had when she finally got you in front of her she said to you you can divorce my daughter, but you can't divorce the family. You're always in the family because you have Erica. Right. You guys have Erica together. Mm-hmm. There's no getting out of this family. And I said it to her at the at the wedding reception the other mm-hmm. day because we were talking about something. I said, yeah, there's no getting out of this family. She said, there certainly isn't. I remember <laughs> at my dad's funeral, and we were all there. Yeah. And Ricky was there, and mm-hmm. Yemi was there and Yemi everybody was, Yemi like, was literally my, Yemi was my second husband mm-hmm. and not then, even that like literally almost everybody current, the ex was there yeah everybody my, current, the was my there. boyfriend at the time was there with me and I think Rachel turned around and said to him you know once you're in you never get out <laughs> Rachel was my is one of my uncle's ex-wives and she was also she was there. there like yeah. everybody's ex yeah, we're well, there. And, and we set, the we, we just set don't with do the that. family. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the yeah. Family it's not like there. we're in the back row. I'm, mm-hmm. You know, I'm only yeah. kind of. I'm married to 
the ex-husband of mm-hmm. their daughter. I'm mm-hmm. not yep. an immediate family member, and, and obviously. And loves her some Rhonda. <laughs> absolutely loves Rhonda. Your mom is you know, so if, if Rhonda went to Hampton and didn't stop and see her, yeah. oh, there'd be a problem. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So every time we're down that way, if we, we, come, go. we could be yeah. in Virginia Beach. We're going. We're coming yeah. home. I said, we got to swing by. We're going. Go see, see, um, yeah, we're Lewis. going to meet yeah. see Mrs. So Lewis. I just remember there was a point where you all were dating. And I don't know if you remember, there was like this little point where you all kind of split and got back together. Mm-hmm. During that period of time, we had a conversation. And I'm like, are you crazy? <laughs> so yes, you have this now. woman who's fantastic and she loves you and you love her. She has a daughter. Her daughter loves you and you love her daughter. Her mother loves you and you love her mother. She loves your daughter and your daughter loves her. Oh, your ex-wife loves her and she loves your ex-wife. Your ex-wife loves her daughter and your daughter loves her. Your ex-wife loves her mother. And so the amazing thing was, like, I think the first time that we ever really, really saw it was that when Yemi and I were married and we were trying to figure out where to do the holiday. Because now mm-hmm. we have all these branches of kids and we did it at our house in, um, in D.C. Mm-hmm. And my parents were there. Rhonda's mom was there. Rhonda's right, brothers came. Yeah, uh, the folks were there from Denmark. And right, oh, yeah, my brother from Denmark had, came. I mean, mm-hmm. it was just like everybody. Yeah, and so that's what our children understand family to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when they're faced with some other model of it out in the world, where people say, "Well, you can't do this because of," mm-hmm. you know. They're like, no. What are you yes, you can. About? It works. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. If everybody acts right, yeah, it works. It well, works. so it seems to me like I, I know you're, you're. You said you're basically tied by the bonds of family. Like there's no getting around. There's no right. getting out of this. There's family, no getting right? out. But there also seems. Just from my perspective, knowing you guys from very little time, there's a lot of like humor and respect and openness involved. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I'm just like wondering yeah. how you got to that point. Was it always there? It takes patience and it takes mm-hmm. work. Yeah. I mean, we didn't always agree on things right. regarding how Erica or Brittany should do things or be raised or what have you. So mm-hmm. it was, and there were many times when I would say to Ricky, I'm like, I'm not happy. I'm really mad at Gina. (laughs) The thing I liked was that she could pick up the phone and call me and tell you. Yeah. I'm really mad at you. Right. And and we talked it through. Yeah. so, So we grown to this we yeah. have also times with the two of them would actually like gang up against my dad too like he didn't want to let me shave my well, legs and I, was like, I was like really yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'm gonna say this is a feminist podcast at <laughs> Ultimately, I, so and i remember now hey I, I don't have any advice for any guys i got my own advice i'm still working on <laughs> but i remember when it happened one time we were in because i went to college Mm-hmm. And I finally got out the Marine Corps, went to reserve, and I wanted to get a college degree. So I'm in college, and that's where I met Rhonda. And I remember Gina was, I think, dropping off Erica, Erica? or picking her up. Well, they was all in my college dorm room. This was my college dorm room, uh-huh. okay? The space of this room, And yes. so all of a sudden, my ex-wife, and at the time she was my girlfriend, agreed on something. That didn't taste right. <laughs> it was a blizzard outside. I went outside in the blizzard. <laughs> What did, what did they agree on? I don't even something remember. that I used to do. Something you used something, to do that annoys both and of and us. And she went, he still do that? And said, yeah, he still do that. And I went, look, I went, oh, this ain't happening. Remember that? 
This ain't happening. I said, we still have that conversation. Yes, we do. <laughs> and to note, the college that they met at and like the dorm that dad was thing, and that's also the same school that I went to yeah. as well. Yeah. And I ended up living not in that building, but in one of the buildings, like in that same so like dorm center my freshman year. So when I was there my freshman year of college, I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have childhood memories here. I know the best hill to go sledding down. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, you mean almost, almost had the yeah, kid almost, get hit by the car? Yeah, yeah. almost killed my oh, car. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. almost got hit by the car. Yeah, yeah. Put her on. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Put, her, put the, the smallest one. Now, you have to imagine. My, my daughter, when she was born, she was five pounds, one ounce. She's mm-hmm. always been a tiny little thing, right? So they decide during the blizzard, because I had to go to work even though it was a blizzard, they're hanging out at the door. <laughs> oh, we're going to go sledding. So they go to the cafeteria and pull the trays. and the big giant cookie trays. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. And go it. sledding down the hill. You guys have to sneak him out of the cafeteria? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He was always sneaking stuff out. We're not even going to get into that because he might get arrested. Don't ask me where I got that. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Don't ask. Don't ask. Maybe that's the title of this episode. Don't ask me where I got that. (laughs) Yeah. Sliding my kids down the hill. Sliding my kids down the hill. Well, he puts Brittany on 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 the tray. Let's go flying down the hill. And there's a car coming. He's running now, mind you. I don't find out about this till years later. <laughs> I'm just funny. Yeah, no, almost that, killed. Yes, that, that, that was a hush hush thing. I looked at her. I was like, she's always like, yeah, yeah, we're not gonna tell Rhonda. Yeah, yeah, yeah we're, we're not telling Rhonda. I'm not going. Yeah, I was like, that doesn't seem to be something she's like. What is going on here? I was yelling at the bumblebee. Roll off, roll off, and she fell off, and the thing just went right in the street. But the car wouldn't go. The car saw her. And everything, but I just told roll off. You <laughs> like, know what? I was I'm, like, you're lucky they were older when yeah. I found out, or you'd be dead right yeah, now. Yeah, that's a cool. Just with, an FYI. Were there any? And I wouldn't have even defended him on that. I know. <laughs> my mother would have helped us. You would help me bury the body. Yes, we there you go. My mother doesn't lie about anything. I know. Lie about what happened here. <laughs> See, and this oh, is why I wouldn't share that information. Yeah. <laughs> why I kept it hush hush. I'm gonna keep my dad alive. Yeah, yeah. yeah. my job. Yeah. My yeah. job so in the family to keep my dad alive. <laughs> another little joke we have sometimes is Erica is sometimes so much like Rhonda. <laughs> I know. Brittany and Brittany's so much, so like, much you. like you. Oh, yeah? It, it is just, so bizarre. It, it's a real strange thing. It's like, are you sure you didn't give birth to her? I, I, I mean, I'm pretty sure I remember <laughs> this happening, but why does she have your personality and Erica has mine? And you guys are pretty yeah. much the same age, right? You and Brittany? Yeah. No, well, Brittany's like, what, two, two three two, years, three, three, three years, years younger than two you. Two and a half. Yeah, two and a half years. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And Gina and I are almost the same age. Yeah. We're like yeah. maybe a year like December, I turn in April. Yeah. Right, yeah. yeah, so four months. Yeah. Didn't plan it. No. Yeah, whatever. So yeah. were there, were there, there have got to be really difficult moments throughout this. I'm just wondering how you oh, guys yeah. got through that. Like, <laughs> do you remember a particularly okay. difficult time? So you might one? not know this. Oh. You might not know this. Oh, Truth bomb coming out. <laughs> 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 for Ricky and I getting married because I you know we neither one of us were all that hot about getting married mm-hmm. we'd done this before yeah, okay so 
Make sure you Ricky was getting ready to go. Remember, he was getting sent over to to Houston. No, I was for, oh, for the, the, the PA no, school? no, no, no. When he went to PA, PA school, PA school. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, he was going PA to Texas school. for PA school. Okay, and you wanted Erica to come live in the city, and I was like, Erica's not a city girl. I said, Actually, oh. I am, but whatever. Oh, not at the time. Okay. You had now. not lived in the okay. city. Yeah, you never and I said, go ahead. We better get married. <laughs> I said, we got to get married. Because what if Gina really, really wants you to come live in the city? Well, that was actually a really interesting thing that happened. Because when she came to stay with Ricky, because that was before, just before you all moved in together. Right. The agreement was that she was coming, and when she was 13, she, was she would back, come, come back, back, back to me. Yeah. But the interesting thing was, I think what really made it for me is that I saw that she was there. You all were living in the townhouse. She had really good friends who were very nice people. She was doing well in school. You know, and I, and liked, you you about and I liked you a lot. Yeah. And I liked her and Brittany together, and you all had dogs. And she just had a life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, yeah. and when I thought about it, and, you know, we talked about it, because yeah. I did ask her, I said, well, you know, what do you want to do? She wanted to stay. And for I me, that. it was like, okay. And I think Erica and I have talked about it since then because it hurt. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, because yeah, we talked about it, too. Because your kid doesn't want to come with you. Like, yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we talked about that. that was that. what was going to happen. I know. <laughs> I know. But, I mean, so I guess now, because Erica and I have gone through some years of working a lot of stuff out, mm-hmm. you know. But, yeah. I didn't realize that, no. That, yes. I didn't realize I was that. scared that... She, she would have to come live like if that she, she didn't want to come live with right. you she would have to come live with you because we weren't married right and i didn't want it to be that kind of situation right. i wanted there to be okay well we're married mm-hmm. so if she doesn't want to mm-hmm. then she doesn't have to what were you afraid about the marriage part i'm a little confused. i just thought like because if it became a legal issue it, oh, I yeah gotcha. if it became a legal know. issue but right you know, the interesting thing was the the year I guess it was while I was still pregnant with Allende. Mm. One of the, you know, Erica came to hang out with me in the summer. I remember where we were. We were at 14th and you waiting on yeah. the bus. In the summer. In front of the, the, 14th or 16th. In, in the summer, you would have been pending with your boy. Mm, Could I'm, you, Allende was born in May. So over the summer, you would have been pending okay. with your boy. Debar, I'm not sure what, well, maybe it was in between. It was them. it 14th? Yeah. Maybe it was in between I the two of them. I just remember Erica asking me, is it okay if I call Rhonda mom? And I'm like, yeah. I didn't know that. I said, yeah. Aww. She never calls me mom. She's always called yeah. me Rhonda. But if somebody says you're my but, mom, but, I don't correct them. No, that's but true. But even right. when she posts the Mother's Day, she, I had the, 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 the most fantastic yeah. two moms. Yeah. You know, yeah. but for me, it was like, well, and I just thought about the years that I'd known you. And I'm like, well, that's what she does when Erica's there. She's momming, you know. Yeah. And, huh. you know, it didn't upset you. I didn't see, no, mm-hmm. because... I thought that she loved Erica as much as she loved Brittany, mm-hmm. yeah. and she was really momming. Mm-hmm. You yeah, know, it wasn't like there's not even like a real stepchild kind mm-hmm. of thing there. You yeah, know? And, and we don't call anybody steps or halves. Oh, no. no, so like that doesn't even, even exist. Even Jabari, when he talks about Brittany. He's like my sister Brittany. Right. Yeah. Exactly. You know, you know and her it's boys, funny. And that's funny because her boys have came over to stay with me. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. They've stayed or with us. Yeah. My cousin. Yeah, um, your cousin. Um, but my mom didn't like all of them. Like Everybody. all the little all the guys want to stay with Rick. Yeah, right. always. And with Lila too. Like all yeah. of them. Yeah, Lila comes in the summer and goes yeah. to Britney's gym for yeah. the for yeah. camps, and I mean those yeah. those are her cousins. Mm-hmm. That's how she yeah. looks at them. Yeah. They're her cousins. Yeah, her sisters yeah. call me all the time if there's an issue. <laughs> a yeah, problem. everyone has their you know thing. I'm the medical guy. Oh yeah, no, it's physical uh, therapy, and then you know, of course, Jabari runs track. Yeah, right. Yeah, so he, I talked to Ricky him. Ricky is his personal personal trainer. Trainer, yeah. <laughs> you know, so even yeah. even at school, if he well, goes to the personal trainers, and they, mm-hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. Dad brought Jabari his first pair of running yeah. shoes. Okay. So. Yeah. If he goes to the personal trainers at Pitt and they tell him something and he's not sure. If it sounds right, yeah, he calls Ricky. He's, he's like, okay, this yeah. is what they said. He's a, he's the you athletic know. trainer. That's no. he will call Ricky and say, oh, that's what this trainer said. And Ricky will go, okay, well, let me let me look at what you've got, and we'll talk about it and figure mm-hmm. it out. So yeah. he always wants. Everybody to has their yeah. thing, and I'm the emergency guy. I go out yeah. the paramedic for 24 years. Yeah. So I'm the emergency guy that come to questions and stuff like that, especially with Tina even called you about something. With, wouldn't you? Did you call back, about your back? Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. my back went out, and I mean, I literally could not walk. For I a told month you about that, Katie. That oh. was earlier. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was like yeah. a month and a half, and every week I'm thinking, oh, all right, well, I'll be fine by Friday. Yeah. And Friday would roll around. And I'm like, well, I should be fine by Monday. Monday would roll around. And I'm like, and not. And, I, and and at one point, I just lay down in my bed and cried because I'm like. I am 54 years old. This cannot be happening right now. <laughs> no. I still have a long way to go, and I cannot do it like this. So. Yeah. Yeah, but I called, and, you know, everything they told me at the doctor, I called and said, okay, well, they did the MRI, and they said. Right. Know, they all call him. Yeah. They all call him. Mm-hmm. And it, I think it's it's interesting. I think it's just the way our family dynamics are. Like, even Brittany, so my ex-husband, right, mm-hmm. she... She communicates with him, but she's not close to him. Mm-hmm. But it was not anything, and I think this goes to our relationship too. It's not anything that I said or did. I needed to let her figure out mm-hmm. who he was mm-hmm. on her own. Mm-hmm. So I tried to let her do that. So when she was younger and her father would promise to send something for Christmas or whatever, and then he didn't send it, he, Ricky, would want to go buy it for her. And I said, no, you can't do that. She has to learn who this is, who he is, so that she's not expecting these things or getting a grandiose vision of who he is, and Mm -hmm. it's not right. Mm -hmm. So even though that's the case with their relationship, she still has half-siblings because he had other children, and she still calls them her brothers and sisters, Mm -hmm. just like she does Erica, just like she considers all of Erica in quotes cousins her cousins those are her cousins I mean my grandma gave I mean Brittany's included in that money grandma gave everybody money every oh yeah oh, remember yeah. the first summer oh my gosh so the first summer after Ricky and I started dating after we had met Erica mm-hmm. you you know the grandkids used to always go to your mom's right and so we sent Erica down and Erica gets down there and we get a call from your mom and she says, well, where's Brittany? Right. <laughs> and we're like, well, Brittany's still here. She goes, well, why? We're like, well, we didn't think we you were, s- we were no, supposed to, to send, send her. her down. She was like, I'm sending Naomi over. You put so, her bags together and you send, send her down. Naomi going from Hampton, Virginia up to Alexandria to come and get her. To get Brittany and bring her back. Yep. Yeah. You and guys... She- 
She's been hanging out with the So with I would say my that that the, in that case then my mother really is I think mm-hmm. she's the glue. The, the glue and the influence on so, everybody. Sure. Yes. So you can call her mom the glue. Erica was the bridge. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. All right. The mom yeah. kept that bridge together. But even bef- but before, er- well, I guess no, Erica was there. Never mind. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. No. Oh, no, it's really interesting because I'm thinking about like even like the decision that I made. I mean, it was a really big decision for a 13 year old to mm-hmm. make about like where mm-hmm. I was going to live. And I remember kind of part of what it came down to for me. There were a few things. And some of them were very like mundane teenage concerns, which is just where I was. And at that point in my life, you were a teenager. I hadn't had any big loss. Like that didn't come until my first big loss came maybe two years after that with my cousin Donnie. Donnie. But right. like, at that right. point, there hadn't been like anything like really catastrophic that so I could really like, you know, just be like in my own little Very carefree. Thing about myself. And so, and, and my parents got divorced when I was so young and still got along. So that really wasn't any like thing catastrophic to me. So you think about like the few things that were in my head. One is that I had moved a bunch leading up to that point. And I was kind of like, ah. Oh. I'm about to go into high school. It was like my eighth grade year. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm, and I've been at the same school all of middle school. Right. And I was yeah. like, I really want to go to high school with these people. That right. was that was one. Two, purely selfish, was that my brothers were much younger than me. <laughs> and I was like, ah, oh, snap. I can either deal with this girl who's two and a half years younger than me. And I could just like, you know, like <laughs> shove her under the bed for a minute and she'll cry and then she'll be fine. Or I could like babysit like two kids who are younger than me all the time and as a 13 year old I was like so that's a choice I get to make because <laughs> as a 13 year old my choice I don't want to do that is that I don't know mm, but that decision that I made at 13 has really affected like I know mommy don't like crying that, that decision that I made at 13 really has affected like a lot of things and relationships in my life that I didn't even think about it at 13 years old. You no, know what I mean? Well, you can't friends. think about that at 13 years right. old. Yeah, I mean, I still have the same friends, but even, like, my relationship with you guys, like, mm. I just didn't... That yeah. just literally... But I think it was partially because I was never concerned that everybody wasn't still going to love me. Right. And that was, yeah. like, part and of, And this, like, yeah. this, this is kind of what always comes to my mind when... Because you asked how do we do that? Mm-hmm. How, how did we make this blended family work? I think it was always because our first thought and concern was what's going to be best for our kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gina could have easily, when Erica said, oh, do you mind if I call Rhonda mom? Gina could have easily flown off the handle, got into her feelings and been like, oh no, and blah, blah, blah. She thought about how does this person treat my child does she love my kid? And is this a good relationship for my kid? You guys have a lot of empathy. Yeah. In this family. It's very, it's very, it's very important. Yeah. It's very yeah. important. And there was never a time when I felt I like, okay, letting my daughter, Brittany, go over to stay means. with Gina. Yeah, or Oh, yeah. There was mm-hmm. never even a question. And oftentimes, Brittany's like, hey, can I go to, to Gina's and hang out with Erica? Bye. See you later. Have fun. <laughs> See ya. There wasn't a question. There's never been a and question. I, think I wasn't really into going out for New Year's. Mm-hmm. I remember like when I was in Woodbridge, I think you all liked the New yeah. Year's thing more. Yeah, we'd go and out. I'm like, okay, I got kids. We'll stay here. We'll watch movies. We'll We're like, here you go, go. Gina. <laughs> <laughs> no, here come no, the kids. Yeah. There's, there's enough, enough to, enough <laughs> to <laughs> the guy like, say, 
Here you yeah. go. But it's, it wasn't like she said. It wasn't. It wasn't a worry. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. when Brittany, you know, when it, it never. I only know it never crossed my mind is that when Erica was with her mom. I'm like, okay, right. Then, so yeah. I remember. Are you wor- worried about what? Right. I said, huh? I said, you got to be kidding me. I said, like, between Michelle and all her sisters, strict Michelle, we used to call her. Oh, my God. I said, I'm not worried. My child is going to be taken care of. Yeah. So that's been an interesting thing, though, is how other people... Oh yeah, that's oh yeah. And, you know, well, you know, you know day, my girlfriend Rita, Rita, Rita still, still she still I'm looks at you sideways. I, I hug her on purpose. I know. <laughs> so tight and so wait, 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 wait. I know, wait. Rita. Are we are leaving you? this part in? Yes. Yeah, Rita is my best friend. We met in college at eighteen, and. I couldn't stand this girl. I couldn't stand her. Just to look at her, I was like, oh, God. But our boyfriends were friends. And one day, she got really sick on campus, and we came from the same neighborhood. So I drove her back home so that, you know, her parents could take care of her. And we just became friends from them. Boyfriends long gone. We're still best buddies. So when Ricky and I started dating... You know, he, she kind of, she, you know how your girlfriends kind of have to give that seal of approval sometimes. Mm-hmm. She was like, oh yeah, I like him. He's a keeper, right? Then Gina shows up into the picture and the first thing she said was, wait a minute, you don't let him go talk to his ex-wife? I was like, are you kidding me? Of course. They have a child together. It's not like, yeah, this yeah. is how it works. And she never could get it. She, she never could get it. She still thinks it's weird. more now. She but, does. But, she does. But, but she, she thought it was the but, weirdest but thing you know, in the Trina world. Trina still is like baffled at, she says, so like, you keep everybody you've ever been Trina with. Trina's my mom's still best friend. In your life in some kind of way. And, right. And you and Rhonda, with my dad. Passed, passed and away. We were all at Trina's house. Yes. At, at one point, or no, Trina came to Naomi's house. Yeah, we all went and, to Naomi. And she's yeah. just looking, and she's. She thought it was weird. I don't know how you all do that. She thought it was weird. You guys definitely. I mean, like I said, like there's a lot of empathy for each other. You definitely have a culture in your family of like family is what you make it, and not like yeah. who you're born with. And we're with, all military you know? brats too. And yeah. all military brats. Yeah. So yeah. there's there's you know a lot of understanding with yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. We're coming to the end of the podcast and so i have a thing can i can i do it can i close the thing i want to close with something so i'm just gonna do it okay so since you brought it up you guys i want to know what's the best don't ask me where i got that story my personal favorite don't ask me where i got that story from my dad is when he would when you were working at the high school and as an athletic trainer, and I had a Peter Pan book, which I had lost. I don't even think I announced that I lost it. I don't even know if I totally noticed I had lost it yet. I was like eight years old or something, right? And then so my dad one day, he's like, oh, hey, like I found this book and like whatever. And he hands it to me. He hands it to me. And I was like, oh, snap, this is my Peter Pan book. It might have even had my name in it or something like that. <laughs> like, but it was like... It was my book, and my dad found my book, not knowing it was my, <laughs> my book, and brought it back to me. So the upside is he knew me well enough to know that that was the book I'd want to read. The downside is he like 
don't look, not knowing <laughs> that it was actually. Your dad always found things. Yes, he always finds things. Yes, this is true. There's a lot of that. I got in trouble for telling dad that once on the phone. I told my dad. Because my mom always used to say, I was seven or eight years old, and my mom always used to say, your dad doesn't lie, he embellishes him. <laughs> and then he was telling me something on the phone, and I said, stop embellishing, daddy. And dad was like, what did you say? <laughs> Probably because I didn't know what it meant, not that she was saying something inappropriate that she should be disciplined about. But he so. yelled at me, and then I think I got scared up on him, and then I got in more trouble because I hung up on my dad. And oh my started God. with me telling my dad like not to embellish. So, which is something I yes, my mom. That, that, well, yeah, your dad is known for that. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Do you guys have a better story or something? Probably not. Your dad your dad does a lot of stuff and and I'll say something and he goes. I, I, what was the thing you used to say? I used to say, stop patronizing me. And you go, well, I'd stop if I knew what that meant. <laughs> yeah, I hey, maybe that's... I used to get in trouble for big words. Yeah, it's I'm, not I'm his not, thing. I'm not a big word and, person. And it's you know, weird because... Simple cell phones. But he you worked know, in the medicine field. Yes. Put in your body. And like, he'd be like, oh, could you tour your minuscule stimulus <laughs> on the side with a, with a tear in the butt? If you properly rehab it with the, with the glut of the poop. And you're like, and then he'll be like, he'll be like, I don't know no big words. And you're like, yes, you do. Yes, you do. You're like really, really smart. This is so funny. Because I don't think, I never thought you your dad knew how smart he was until like I, this is this is something that he doesn't really talk about but when her dad was a senior at George Mason he had a 3.8 GPA in a medical mm-hmm. field and he had a professor say to him one day in an English class you should not even be in college you write on a on a 6th grade level he had the good sense to always know where his strengths were. He mm-hmm. can't write for squat. It's horrible. I had to edit his papers, yeah. and I would I literally be pulling my hair out. It yeah. was horrible. But he knew if he took a professor who did multiple choice, something because he has a great retention, you know, his memory is really strong. It would always work out for him. He knew the information. Mm-hmm. He just can't write it out. Right. Very well, hard. then he finds a professor who says to him, you need to be tested. There's something that's disconnected. Senior in college, he finds out he's dyslexic with a 3.8 GPA. This goes to the character of who he is in terms of just really sticking it out, figuring mm-hmm. out. He's good at figuring out what works right. and how to work it. So when he says he doesn't know what something means, if it's an average word, he probably does it. <laughs> term he does he's got it keep it simple that's all it is keep it simple yeah um, so yeah. we have a lot of fun teasing him you guys got a restaurant together you want to shout it out uh, script shack uh, <laughs> S-K- 
R-I-M-P. It is scramp. Yes, the southern way of saying shrimp. (laughs) Scramp. In Winchester, Virginia. Yes. At the intersection of Route 81 and 7. So if you're driving down 81 and you cross Route 7, jump off at the same place at the Martin Grocery Store. Stop on by, (laughs) y'all. Keep your eyes open because there may be a food truck coming near you. Exactly. We are mobile now, so give us a call. We'll just come to you and just fire up some fish. I keep getting requests. Do you need a food truck in New York City? <laughs> my answer has remained no. But if anybody I do, else, you can park me. it right out front of my <laughs> street if you want. <laughs> we got you, Katie. We got it. <laughs> if anybody else needs one, maybe it doesn't work with me. Whatever, it's fine. He can come. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Before, oh no! Before, oh, you before we go, okay. You want to tell them when I moved you up to New York? Oh, jeez. Uh, disappeared. Oh yeah. Okay, I'll tell the story really quick. All right, so I moved up to New York almost, ex- well, I moved up to New York almost 10 years ago, September 2009. I did not want her to go. He had oh, a plan, yeah. and that half of the plan didn't work out. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it was very, like, un-Erica, like, half plan, but I felt like if I was going to go, I had to go, like, I was like, I got to go now. Like, all my friends are, like, starting to get married. If I don't leave now, I'll never get out. I did feel like. Even then, like, looking back, I really do look at the trajectory that all my friends' lives were on, and I was like, mm, if I hadn't left around in two, three years down the road, I might not have been, I might have been in a place where I wouldn't have been able to leave because of like obligations to people mm-hmm. and things or mm-hmm. career. Or, like I was doing early enough in my career that I could get up and go away. It wasn't mm-hmm. as big of a deal then. Okay. So about 10 years ago, September 2009, I came down, but I stayed with family friends who dad and Ron are actually staying with this weekend. Their name is Stephen Nicole in Cresco, New Jersey. They're wonderful people. We love them. I love them. her when she fell. Yes. 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 They were. They were. Again, extended family. Extended family. I lived with them for nine months and then I was like, okay, I was in a place where like, all right, money and I was ready and the nice thing about living here for nine months is that I was able to like like I was working that whole time I was working mm-hmm. as um, a server a singing uh, a server, singing server. Mm-hmm. and um, we discussed was, that on this podcast we have discussed that on this podcast <laughs> and I was making friends and etc and I was visiting them in their neighborhoods and seeing where they lived and etc and like I always thought that I would live in Brooklyn but I was like oh I don't think I'm a Brooklyn person so I was like trying to like figure out okay where's everybody living what are they doing one of my friends lives in Washington Heights loved her neighborhood I actually ended up moving like a block down from her loved her neighborhood so I was like okay guys we got to get that stuff that's like down in the basement like all my stuff because I had lived in an apartment in Virginia for a year Mm -hmm. before I came up here so I actually had furniture and stuff and I was like and we gotta like get it up here so my dad was like okay and like we're, we're doing it my dad drove up the moving van and my friend and I drove my car up so we get everything moved in and I was at some watching point, the van. I was watching would, the van. Yeah, my dad I was stayed downstairs, downstairs watching, the van. watching the van. And at some point, like things are in, and then I realize I don't know where my dad is, <laughs> and I like can't find him. And I go down. I'm calling him and calling him, and he's he doesn't like, answer. Not, no, he doesn't answer his not phone. At all. Like so. Uh, you know, my life has been filled with men who don't know how to use phones. So he doesn't answer his phone, and I'm like trying to find him. I don't know where he is, and I'm like, oh my god, I've lost my dad in New York City. He's a like, city he's never been he's in, never by the way. He's like, he'd only yeah. been in New York City a handful of times in his life. I was like, what am I gonna do? And then my dad just comes wandering around the corner, and I'm like, where have you been? Because I've been looking for him for like 30 minutes, maybe even closer to an hour at that point. And my dad's like, yeah, and for those that this wasn't clear listening, my father is at this point a retired EMT paramedic, mm-hmm. um, 
know, had the medical background and also, what is it called? The, is it the, the what oath? I don't want to say it wrong. The Hippocratic oath? Hippocratic oath. oath yeah. where if you see something happen to someone. Oh, yeah, you got to help. And there's help no someone. one, you at least need to, you know, ask the other EMT that they need help. And if no one's there, you need to pull over. Mm-hmm. Many times in my childhood, we have pulled over or done something. You can't watch was, somebody die. Yeah, yeah. It's because of a car accident, right? So, my dad, I'm like, where'd you go? My dad's like, yeah, there's this, uh, there's this woman, she got like, she got hit by a car. She was like walking when she wasn't supposed to be walking. She just got hit by a car. So I went out there and I like, you know, was trying to help her. And then the ambulance finally got there and I was telling him what happened to her. And he was like, it's so crazy the way people just like walk out in the street and they don't even pay attention to the signal. You don't do that, do you? And I was like, no. But like, never. I would never jaywalk in New York City. But like. How many red lights we walked through getting Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But like that was like I lost my dad in my thirty forty five minutes of like an official New York New City, City resident, resident. Yeah. because he went to go save somebody's life. Yeah, that yeah. would be That's your awesome. Dad. Yeah. yeah, that was my first time in New York. Okay. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for coming on and sharing your stories with us and being with us today. This has been really fun. Thank That's you. Fun. Thank you. Fun and activity. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for raising me. Thank you for bring. Yes. Thank you for. My beautiful goddess friend over here for raising her into like existence. Yes. You guys do great work. You know, she's like that thing. She turned this way. She looked like her. She turned this way. She looked like her. She look up like this. Sometimes we wonder. And she smiles. You know, she smiles like? just right. She looks just like Rhonda. So, there you go. Yeah, just to blend in. So. There you go. You're a mirage. (laughs) So we are signing out of this episode of Rose all day anyway with my family all talking over each other just the way it should be. Like Uh, it normally is. Like like we normally do. Come visit us for Christmas. Erica, you got two cents? I gave you a dollar the other week, so we're good. Uh, So thank you. This is Erica Atkins and Katie Rainey and Ricky, Rhonda, Gina, and thank you for joining us on Rose Day all day anyway. Anyway. Bye. Anyway. <laughs>